0: First of all, I really do not like your critical approach.
1: You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle and entertainment. First of all, we got here on Wednesday, Wednesday? Yes, yes. And then we had a sightseeing day on
2: Thursday. Mm -hmm. And on Wednesday we... Oh, no, I don't want to talk about what happened on Wednesday. I'm a football refugee now. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) What happened on
1: Wednesday? Oh, yeah. We we won't talk about football then. (laughs) Um, All right, so on Thursday we had a lovely day of sightseeing in Helsinki. Um, we rented bikes and was that the Day of the Bikes already? That was the yes. Day of the Bikes, yeah. yeah. so we were biking around Helsinki and after that, uh, in the evening we went to see... We went to Tabastia to see... To the pre-party of Tuska. To the pre-party and the band was Midia. called Medea. Yeah, so if you've been following us on Instagram, uh, we posted a lot of stories. It was fun, it was a fun start of the, of the, of the Tuska weekend. And uh, then on Friday, it started for real.
2: Yes. With... which was the first band we saw? The first band that actually played was Bast? Mm-hmm. Or oh, Beast? We... Beast with an... bass. Bass. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a reference to the crazy cat god or something. Cat goddess. And Bastet?
1: Yeah. It's the Egyptian one, though. Um, yeah, we also saw a crowbar crowbar a little mm-hmm. bit and then uh, our interviews started, right?
2: Yeah, we first, before that we went to the panel discussion.
1: Oh yeah, it was a very super interesting uh, panel with
2: uh, some feminists. <laughs> two feminists so feminists, two vegetarians and the vegetarians. <laughs> a researcher. No, I think they were vegetarians. Anyway, that's the leprous singer and guitarist yeah.
1: and um, it was a fun discussion about uh, uh, societal criticism in in the metal scene and in the lyrics and it was super interesting to to listen to topics like animal rights, uh, racism, sexism and how, um, and how bands uh, should take a stand
2: against discrimination. Yeah. That was very cool. I think it was too many topics for one-hour panel discussion. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, they should have chosen one of these topics, for mm-hmm. example animal rights or sexism or whatever. Um, but it was okay, so they I think they still figure out how that works because it was the second or third time that they do this discussion mm-hmm. So yeah, it was okay <laughs> Yeah, it was good cool. to have the topic um, Present at yeah the festival. talked about it all. Yes,
1: it was really cool and then uh, We we went to the charm
2: the fury interview We had a a, The Charm of the Fury interview with Matthijs. With a drummer, with a guy who has the best seat (laughs) in the whole room. (laughs) Yeah. He also told us about that, how he sees the shows.
1: They look really nice actually because I'm always on the riser so you get like
0: the bird's eye view of the crowd. It's always nice because you can, if you play drums you see the whole uh, you see the whole crowd, of course, but you also see the band, so if anything goes wrong or someone makes a mistake, they'll turn to me and I'll go like, yeah, I heard it. <laughs> it's a little perk.
1: <laughs> yes, so stay tuned for that uh, Interview coming up on YouTube and after that we saw a little bit of Mantar.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mantar, German band.
2: Yes, they are from Bremen, mm-hmm.
3: but
2: uh, it's a two-piece band. A duo. Mm A duo, yeah. And um, I think the drama is originally from Russia. Mm -hmm. And that's also where the band name comes from, because it means mushroom.
1: Oh, really? (laughs) Mantar means mushroom. you learned something new in (laughs) Russian.
2: Yeah, it looks a bit weird when you have the drama on one side of the stage, and in front of him there is the Guitar player, who's also the vocalist.
1: Yeah, they were sitting across from each other on yeah. the on the stage. That was that was a cool thing to see. I think it, I thought it was for me. It was like, uh, sure, they're interacting with each other, but the audience was left out of that conversation. That's what I s- uh, took from that uh, mm. stage constellation.
2: Of yeah, but Mantar. on the other hand, it's also strange. I saw Amerikanisch-Deutsche Freundschaft live mm. at Meraluna once, and they are also just two people: uh, the drummer and the singer. Um, And it's strange when there's only one person running around the uh, the stage (laughs) and then the drummer behind that. So that's also a bit weird. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, it was a cool gig. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we got the opportunity to talk to them.
0: Yes!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Our interview with Mantar was uh, very funny. very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> At points, yes.
2: At some points, yeah. <laughs> it was a discussion somehow. Yeah, an um, interview, a discussion about uh, several topics.
1: Yes, we discussed
2: uh, harshly. Um, my next question is about into the direction of marketing so I'll hand the microphone over to Kiki because she is the marketing expert in our team (laughs) Um, You describe yourself as a pure band so um, no art production, raw sound, no image pure rage I think that is written on your social media pages Um, what's the idea behind it and why is that so important to you?
0: Well, First of all we're a two-piece band so there ain't no uh, space for any gimmicks You know, we just have guitar and drums, a good riff, good drum beat. Best case scenario, you got both at the same time. And we have very primitive weapons to actually write a good song. So it's very raw. Wow.
1: That's a bold statement, but isn't that in itself a marketing gimmick? Because everybody can say I'm uh, unique, I'm different than everybody else. And for me, that's what you're saying. Everybody else um, does any, uh, I don't know, marketing gimmicks, but we're different. We are raw.
0: First of all, I really do not like your critical approach. (laughs) And and second, uh, (laughs) no, that's not what I'm saying. I honestly, I appreciate a lot of bands, but I don't give a flying fuck what other bands do. I just know what I can do and that's what I do. You know, I play guitars and I write riffs and I try to write a good song. but but no, for me that's not, because we just don't have any other choice. I mean, there, it's not that we could do something else, because A, or skills are limited, B, our weapons, ingredients are limited, so to speak. So, uh, no, it's just uh, what it is.
1: After that we saw a little bit of the leprous show, leprous? Leprous show in the Helsinki stage, the only one that's dark. No, not the only one, because uh that's in the tent but i th- i think no the the maybe the Inferno stage was a little bit
2: uh darker because it's inside yeah they have three stages at tuska one is the main stage the radio rock stage i think uh, where all the headliners play um and there is the second stage that is a bit smaller and it is under a kind of tent mm-hmm. not really Except inside it but it is yeah covered and um the third stage is in a building and that was really dark yeah. All the lights were <laughs> kept out. Yeah. Which is pretty weird because the sun doesn't go down here in Helsinki at all. If you follow us on Instagram, you might have seen <laughs> pictures yeah. from in the middle of the night. And it looks like, I don't know, it could be any time in the morning. <laughs> yeah, at least, yes.
1: And and that was uh, this dark stage inside was where uh, the charm the fury played a great show. We were pretty much in the front or uh, second row, I think. And um, in the end, we were first first row. And in the end, we were on the first row. And because of what we had talked about with the drummer, with his uh, having this special seat behind the band and and seeing everybody, um, he said something on the interview uh, that when when uh, some of the other guys mess up playing they um turn around to see. Him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh
2: I I paid attention this
1: time <laughs> and uh, it was fun to see their
2: interactions. Uh, yeah with each other. Mm. And there are always a blast on stage.
1: Yeah, they have a lot of energy. It was very cool. Uh we also got to sing along uh Echoes.
2: Echoes and um the Card Blanche, I think. Mm-hmm. Is the name of the last song they played. Mm-hmm. With the choir, group shouts. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that was fun.
2: Yeah, but echoes was where the whole crowd was singing together. Cool.
1: It was a very cool uh, experience. After that, we went to the other uh, to see the other front woman on this. <laughs> On this first we were day so of busy Tuska. this sounds
2: like we were so busy, but we had a lot of fun. We
1: had a lot of fun. It was no, it was it was kind of relaxed uh, in comparison to other festivals that we've that we've made. Mm. <laughs> this time we only had three interviews in total, and that was really relaxed. <laughs>
2: yeah. And you can, um, when you come from the inferno stage, you just uh, fall, turn around twice, and then you are at the next stage. So um, the stages are not far away from each other. Mm-hmm. That is also great.
1: Yeah, and that's uh, how we went to see Arch Enemy play on the uh, Radio Rock stage on the main stage.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they also, as always, put a cool show. Um, I don't know why this time I had the the feeling that they were like too far away. Maybe we, I know we were standing in the back, <laughs> but we were sitting on
2: the back <laughs> because <laughs> there are different zones. And when you're not 18 years old, you're not allowed to enter the zones where you can buy alcohol. And when you're in this area and you bought alcohol, you're not allowed to leave uh, when you didn't finish your drink. That is something that I've grown up area. Yeah. That's something I've never seen at another festival before. Me neither. And it was very annoying,
1: honestly. Yeah. (laughs) It was very strict, and we couldn't uh, drink and watch a show uh, uh, like getting in the front um i couldn't take my my drink to the first row for example yep. so
2: yeah that was kind of annoying but it was alright and then arch enemy played and kiki still thinks that i'm a very big arch enemy fan and why still did learn that <laughs> I'm not. for
1: some reason for years i was sure pia loves arch enemy and <laughs> and every time she tells me no i don't know why i think that um, so yeah, this time uh, I hope it, it sticks. Um, Body Count was the headliner of Friday um, and Body Count featuring Ice T, Please, excuse me. That was amazing. It was such an amazing show. Um, they interacted a lot with the audience. They had a lot of energy and they had a lot of uh, political statements. They have a lot of political statements in their lyrics, so they pointed they also pointed um, out those topics and it was a nice uh, um, relationship to what we had uh, listened before at the panel mm-hmm. discussion um, that metal has always been uh, critical of of society and has pointed out political political topics and subjects and uh, a few hours later, we were watching that in their purest form, more or less. It was really amazing.
2: And, uh, and Ice-T is 65 or something? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, but he acted like, I don't know, 17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, so I. that was great, yeah.
1: I think I, w- I never thought in that I would see Ice-T
2: live in my life. Me neither. I, yeah. And I I didn't um, listen to Buddy Count before, and... I was like, well, hmm, that is strange that they play with iced tea. So mm-hmm. I just want to see this um, cooperation between them. And that's why I went there. And I'm super happy that we did that.
1: Yeah, it's a, su- a success. If you ever get the chance, guys, go see Buddy Count with iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really cool. And that was also the, uh, the end of the first day. No, it wasn't the end of the first day. No, it wasn't the
3: end of the first day. <laughs> it wasn't the,
1: the end of the first festival day. But of course, there was an after party. And we went to the after party and had a lot of fun.
2: Um, at... We went there by bike. We are very sporty people.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to be sporty in you, this world of today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we went there by bike uh, at...
2: On the rocks. Midnight. Awesome. And yeah, yeah no, we went to oh, On the Rocks. A bit later. It I think later. We, we made a small pause.
1: Oh, because <laughs> also because we couldn't get a bike first. Oh, That's that the night that we also, didn't get a bike, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. And then um, we went to the uh, after party at On the Rocks, and because it never got really dark, we sat outside and <laughs> talked. <laughs> and um, experience this uh, wonder
2: of nature yeah and then some guys talked to us and they said well there is a party downstairs or there will be a party i don't know one of them said he played was working there he Mm -hmm. was working there and then he said they will open it for party later Mm -hmm. but he wasn't sure when that was um and then at a certain point we decided to just check out if we can go there, and then we had a really wonderful party. Yeah! We danced a <laughs> lot! Um. And then it was kind of weird because they they were all metal people, mm-hmm. also dressed up, um, also some gothic people. Um, and the music mix was so weird because they played rock, they played metal, they also played Günther and the Sunshine Girls with Oh You Touch My Tralala. <laughs> Everybody was partying to that song in black. And that was the first time that I saw a gothic girl doing a bitch drop, and that was (laughs) really weird. Um, When you are dancing and you have something in front of you or you pretend to have a pole pole Uh in front of you or something, and then you just really go down with your booty Uh and shake it (laughs) (laughs) and then you go up again, (laughs) that's the bitch drop. (laughs) Pia knows the moves. Yeah, of course I know <laughs> <on> them all. <laughs> and then it was really strange to see a girl all in black, and she, she didn't have mimics. She mm-hmm. didn't do something with her face. She wasn't smiling. She was like, mmm. and then she did this bitch drop, and I was like, what the bam! Fuck? <laughs>
1: was it the the blue-haired girl with the police hat? No. Okay. Shout
2: out to the blue-haired girl with the police yes. hat. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and to the girl who did the bitch drop. Yeah. <laughs> she was wearing a. Skirt. Okay. So that made it even more impressive.
1: Yeah, totally.
2: <laughs> and they also played something else that I wanted to refer to but now I forgot. Ah. Of course that too. But... <laughs> I was thinking about something else then. Yes, oh. when when they wanted us to leave the club they played They played George
1: Michael's Careless Whisper. Careless Whisper, yeah. <laughs> And uh, of course, that has been the soundtrack of our festival week <laughs> because yep. it got stuck in our heads, and we've we've been
2: singing that ever since. <laughs> we sang that all the way back. We we had trouble with bikes again because we couldn't find. <laughs> yeah, sound worked. They didn't work, and then. Um, we found one, and then we said, "Okay, let's take this to the next bike stop so that we can grab another one." Mm-hmm. And that worked. <laughs> and that was yeah. That was um, super funny because I wanted to bring you the bike that I was riding, <laughs> yeah. but you didn't understand what I wanted, and you were working walking to the other bike that I already <laughs> changed. So I put it on my hate, and I had yeah. put the other one that I was riding to your hate. <laughs> And then I, I just said, no, you don't have to change it. You can just take mine. No, you don't have to do it. And yeah, then you I were finished. I
1: had <laughs> already done it. Yeah, but it was five in the morning, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm allowed to be confused
2: at five in the morning. Of course, um, even after such a party with um, George Michael's music, George Michael's music <laughs> 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 to kick us out of the club. Yes, yes. They played a lot, um they played Rammstein a lot, I think, at least two songs. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. And there were many people on the stage. So the club had a stage. Mm-hmm. I think they also sometimes have concerts there. And yeah. That's where the girl did the bitch drop on the stage. Mm-hmm. A very impressive move, apparently. <laughs> 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 yes, so on Saturday, um, we started with a listening session. We we got up really early. Yes, we had like four hours, five hours of sleep. Yeah.
1: And then uh, we went to the listening session
2: of Omnium, Omnium Gatherum. Gatherum. And that was great. That was cool. It was on a boat. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I thought, oh, great. We can sit here outside, maybe have a beer, listen to the songs. But it was inside then and this... Change between uh, um, light and dark. <laughs> I was it like messed with my head. Uh. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then I got a beer and then I sat there, had some beer and I was like, damn, I can not do nothing at the moment. I can't use my <laughs> phone. I can't write something. I just have to sit here and not hop- move and not move. And um, the good thing was that I had very good music, <laughs> therefore. Yeah, and it was very good music, guys. Um. Getting sober with Omnium
1: Gatherum. I'm getting so around, <laughs> <laughs> not really, uh, but sure, onion gatherum Gatherums what kind of name is that? Oh. I gotta check out now the band 's name the what name? does it mean
2: uh, i don 't know. I think I looked it up once because I listened to them. I saw them live at two thousand eleven, I think when they played in Hamburg at a festival near Hamburg, Metal bash um and i thought they are so cool i didn't know them before but i know i knew they played melodic death metal what i listened to a lot during that time and then i bought the album spirits and august light and that is awesome
1: and at this point um i want to thank uh lena lena she's is not her name quoted here? Quoted no. on this sheet that we got uh but lena invited us to this listening session and listening party and um best thing i mean uh, i had never uh, really listened to the band but uh, since we had we got the invitation i started to check out omnium, omnium gatherum it's really a tongue twister for me
2: and I'm talking i um, find out what the band name means <laughs> sure
1: and so i started listening to them and i really like their music and so we decided to go to the listening session and uh, this uh, album that's coming up in,
2: uh, I think, August. Yes, I think it's August the 1st or 2nd. It should be written down here somewhere. I have a info sheet. Or smart info or sheet. Or August 31st, and yeah. by the end of August. So it's two months still
1: that we have to wait for Omnium Gatherum's The Burning Cold, but it's worth the wait. Um, the music was really, really cool. Every, every song that came on, I thought like, this is the best song on the album. <laughs> this has to be the best song in the album. And then the next one came on and I was like, no, this has to be the best song. And, and that's like 11 tracks um, every time I thought that. Uh, it was very bittersweet. Like, you know, there are these moments of sadness that you really enjoy it was like that it was like very dark and and painful but also lovely it was it's a really really cool um uh, a really cool album that's coming up um rest in your heart is one of the tracks i think that was my favorite all in all mm-hmm. uh, the songs are not too long um so
2: it's really worth a worth a listen yeah i took a lot of notes i tried to read them but um what I have in mind is that it's typical Omnium Gatherum, but also a bit development. Um, so I only know the Spirits of August Light, I know some songs from New World Shadows and I know some songs from Grey Heavens, so um, I can't um, refer to too many other albums that I've listened to before, but it is the typical Omnium Gatherum sound um, with a very atmospheric Music with the synthesizer or the keyboards, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, um, that is imitating orchestra but not too much. Mm-hmm. And the typical vocals from Yuka Pelkonen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is very special. It's not really growling, mm-hmm. but it's also not clean singing. It is very not unique, but is, <laughs> it's not so common in. Melodic death metal to sing yeah. in this style, very deep.
1: Deep. I think the um, yeah, there were many uh, instrumental passages, long instrumental passages that were also blast also very, beats. very uh, landscapey. Yeah. So um, it soundscapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to the burning cold. Um, was very it it gave me a lot of images the 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 way the colors mix and um, yeah and uh, the water and the elements uh, the visual elements on the cover art are very very a, good, a very good representation of uh, of the sound of this uh, upcoming album so check that out mm-hmm. we
2: could maybe review it also yeah, I on, will do a review on this um, perfect there was one song rest in your heart was a bit poppy I think. Yeah. Um they also had very fast songs with a lot of blast beats and also this atmospheric slow songs. And a kind of ballad. Um the song The Front Line, I wrote that down. I can't listen to the album right now to check if that is really what I mean, so I have to trust me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trust a drunken past Pia <laughs> <laughs> Um, I thought that the front line would be straight in your face but it was a mid-tempo ballad Um, if you can say there are ballads in military death metal this would be one and I didn't expect that and that was something that surprised me so I would say that for me that was the best song on the album and the last song that reminded me of Metallica's One Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was clearly... Stolen, <laughs> uh, a guitar quote, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and what is also very cool is that the first song on the album is called "The Burning" and the last song is called "Cold." And if you remember the title of the album, "The Burning Cold,"
1: yeah, it encompasses the whole, all of the all of the songs together. Yeah, that's also a nice detail. And
2: I am looking forward to listen to the burning and then cold to see if there is if they also fit together. Yeah. like that. That would be. Perfect. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes.
1: So after that we we got out of this boat, which also messed with my mind again, because it was again from dark to light, (laughs) and we went to the Pride Parade. It was lovely, it was a lovely atmosphere. It started in the um, Senate Square, and uh, we even could go around the square with the the parade for a moment, and uh, it was a party, it was cool. Good are always a party. Modern talking. Modern talking and the Spice Girls and the Backstreet Boys.
2: Yes, <laughs> everything that I love.
1: Yeah, it was very cool to, to be able to be part of that also.
2: Mm. And I, um, I think it's cool that there were so many elder people. Because I think they had to hide their sexuality for so long. And now all the people come together to celebrate them. Mm -hmm. So I think for them that was really special and really important to do that. So if there is a pride parade near you and you are not gay or lesbian or bisexual or whatever, it is fun to go there and you should go there to support the people and to show them that there is love everywhere.
1: Yeah. And I mean, (laughs) we are all part of the spectrum, so uh, it's a celebration of everybody. And um, the freedom and the respect that we should have uh, with each other and uh, it was very moving for me also it was very moving to see so many people gathered and uh, supporting each other and apparently we just uh, someone told us today that there were a hundred thousand people at
2: Helsinki Pride and that was fucking amazing and there were so many metal people yeah we talked to a guy today and he had the awesome idea to make a metal block
0: to yeah.
2: next time next year um, he said that the pride parade always is at the same day when tusca happens um, and he said we should all meet at some point and then go there together so yeah. that we have all the metal heads
1: yes. together celebrating
2: so, pride parade so
1: people if you're coming back to tusca next year um for the first time, (laughs) organize, get together, go to Pride on uh, Saturday uh, noon, and uh, enjoy that. Show your dark
3: colors.
1: (laughs) (laughs) After that, we went back to Tusca and... You know, we had an amazing... I had a burger. Yeah, lunch. That was very important. After so little sleep, and uh, running around, and biking... Uh, We had lunch and that was very, very good. Um, And after that...
2: We saw the 69 eyes. The 69 eyes. I like to listen to them when they are in the background. But when you just want to listen to music, they are kind of boring for me. Yeah, they're lame. but cool I mean, outfits
1: <laughs> yes, they looked great but they were also, you know they didn't do much on stage they didn't really uh, involve the audience they didn't really interact mm-hmm. they just stood there looking nicely playing their music uh, with their sunglasses on and yeah. didn't care and for me that's kind of a deal breaker I like when when, when the artists uh, involve us with the show with the, with the goings on
2: and then it doesn't really matter which music they are playing. Yeah.
1: Then you are in it. Yeah, when the energy is there. And after the 69 Eyes, um, Mokoma started playing on the main stage. Um, then it was, was fun. fun. Yeah. They, they. It was a party. I couldn't understand a word because they sing in
2: Finnish. I think so, most of the songs.
1: Yeah. But it was a big party.
2: And then we did a backstage tour, and we also stood oh, yeah. on stage with Mokoma. <laughs> the, yes. <laughs> so behind the band.
1: Yeah, and we also posted that on uh, on our Instagram story. Um, that was amazing. I didn't expect to to stand on the freaking <laughs> main stage. Of I could have took. told you before, but I thought, oh, no,
2: <laughs> make it a surprise. It was
1: a very nice surprise. Yes, to see so many people uh, jumping around in front of Mokoma, that was very cool.
2: And then we did this tour. We saw the many special places of Tusca. like, yes. for example, the sauna. Yeah. We met the sauna, sauna master who is still chilled out as hell. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Send sauna master for the win.
2: Yes. <laughs> then we went to the Black ah. Diner. Wait,
1: wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. But talking about the sauna, we also uh, thought about going to the sauna, but there are no showers. So that's a big minus point. Yep. But still, there's a lot of people who use it. Today, uh, there were a lot of naked metal heads.
2: Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs>
1: With these green towels.
2: <laughs> yeah. But I think if they would have some kind of dressing room. And something where you can just have a wet towel or, I don't know, so... Oh, that would be that, a that you can, good solution, a good
1: alternative, yes. Yeah,
2: that you can somehow clean yourself after that. I think um, many women would go there, too, or more women mm-hmm. would go there. Yeah. I know that Steffi was there last year, and she said she was the only one, mm-hmm. the only woman. Yeah, I saw a woman today come out of the sauna, too, Yeah, but... It could be more. Yes. Or I would, I would definitely go there if I had a dressing room mm-hmm. and a wet towel or something just mm-hmm. to um get the sweat from my skin yeah
1: to so swipe off and uh go then then you could you could <laughs> you could go to the sauna then uh shower off quickly and then go to the um to get your corpse paint on Yes. Because that was also a funny thing of Tusca. There was a small uh, supermarket, pop-up store, and they were doing some corpse paint on people. That was really cool. Mm -hmm. There were many, many people uh, in these panda
2: faces. Yeah. They Um, were lovely. If you are a pro, then you would go to the lovely flower flower girls girls and the daddy. They would put flowers in your hair.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And yes, so the the tour, the Tuska behind-the-scenes tour uh, went on with the Black Dining, um, which was some very fancy, fancy um, restaurant, restaurant, which was also booked fully. You mm -hmm. had to make a reservation, and it was apparently very uh, wanted.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but you can book it at open table, so you don't have to go to a special site and register there or something. You can just do it where Mm-hmm. You already book other tables, too. Yeah. So that's nice. The tables had numbers. The decoration was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think the food was also good. So I um, took a look in the menu and there were many good... Yeah. Um, I meals, mean, the rest of plates? the... Meals. meals. Yes. Meals.
1: Meals. <laughs> I mean, the rest of the food in and, and Tosca was also uh, good. I mean we didn't eat a lot but <laughs> mm-hmm. we had a kebab yeah it was a very gourmet kebab mm-hmm. and also uh, burger. my I burger today was also really nice
2: i had indian food mm-hmm. they also have a one booth it's written on it um go vegan or die trying mm-hmm. <laughs> but they didn't have something that i wanted to try <laughs> <laughs>
1: dead trying <Yes. laughs> Uh
2: what yeah. else was on the tour? Smoothies.
1: Smoothies, yeah, yeah, that's true. There there were also smoothies on smoothies and cocktails and a lot of gin.
2: Yes. And But only three variations of gin. And also coffee? Yeah, there places. is a, a kind of brewery also. Mm-hmm. Very special coffee. I think I had one last year and it was really tasty. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, so it was a nice variety of um, of foods and, and beverages. Yeah, today, today we tried did. the vodka <laughs> and we had a cocktail. Yes, um, that was good. I think this has been the most expensive uh, food and beverage stuff that I have seen on a festival.
2: Mm-hmm. But uh, in the end, it was worth it. It was worth it. It was all good. So I. I'm willing to pay m- much money on food, but then it has to be good. Yeah. If I spend 15 euros on a burger and the burger tastes like shit, then I'll get really angry. <laughs> of course.
1: Yeah. And also, it's it's very... Uh, it's the Finnish prices. Yes. It's not like it, it was a lot more expensive than in the city.
2: It was the normal Helsinki mm-hmm. prices, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so what else? Uh,
2: we So we were doing this... Uh, and, and we went to the VIP, I think and we looked at the at the decoration of this designer
1: yeah, the designer, and then we had also the chance to meet briefly um, because the CEO of Tusca has only been doing uh, working on the festival for four years, mm-hmm. but we also uh, I don't think he was the founder but at least one of the organizer's promoters who mm-hmm. has been around for 20 years working at TusCA. That was also really cool. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and after the tour... I think we took a break after that. Mm-hmm. I think we went home because we left the house early <laughs> for early. the listening session. Yeah. Then went to the Pride Parade, then went to see uh, to do this tour. And then we went home, I think. Because yeah. we only need to walk 10 minutes.
1: Yes, because when we took from home, <laughs> when we say home, uh, we're staying at an Airbnb. A uh, five minute walk away from the Tuska uh festival site and uh, that's that's a luxury. To be five minutes away from a real bed mm-hmm. is is a luxury.
2: And there is no campground or something. There are campgrounds in Helsinki, so if you really want to stay in your tent when you're on a festival, then you can do it, but it's not really common. So most people have a flat somewhere here. Yeah. Or Airbnbs like, like us. us. Yeah. Yes, so we went back for Creator. hmm I said that Creator are awesome. Yeah. And I think Kiki agreed, now that she saw them live. And they come I from a town them. near you. I have seen them already before, okay. but I'm
1: not a big fan. But they put out on a good show, and uh, they come from from the uh, Ruhrpott in Germany. And um, so their hometown is like a 15-minute drive from my home. Um so yeah, it was fun to see uh Milen. to see them, to see Milan and his and his
2: crew. They still rock.
1: Of course. <laughs> They're still young. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. You did a lot of head banging? Yes. I didn't because I knew what would come later.
1: <laughs> yeah, but before that before that, that big finale of Saturday, uh of the Tusca Saturday, we
2: saw at the gates for a little bit. Yeah. And they are melodic death metal legends. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think about Swedish death metal, there is this typical Gothenb- Gothenburg, mm-hmm. um, sound. Gothenburg mm-hmm. sound. And At the Gates belong to the three bands that are the founders or are said to be the founders, together with Dark Tranquility and In Flames. Mm-hmm. So that's very typical Swedish death metal. And it was the first time that I saw them live. Oh, wow. That was on my bucket list
1: cool (laughs) Yeah, yay (laughs) and then (laughs) and then a band that I had also never seen before live and that I also had never listened to before but I was also
2: very impressed Mm -hmm. I saw them live many times before and the first time I saw them live was at a really really small club in Hamburg and after that they were supposed to play with full force very early as the opener mm-hmm. shortly after that and then i saw them live and um, they couldn't play the gig it with full force um and then i saw them live at Wacken when they played um at the same time ta- same time like the headliner like aaron maiden so you see that they were not really famous so i was surprised that they were the headliners and the band mm-hmm. is called gojira yeah from gojira from
1: france um they are can I do the the review? <laughs> no, no. Can I say a um an unprofessional comment? <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, uh Gujira singer is hot.
2: <laughs> and now he has shorter hair. He was even hotter when he had, le- had longer hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but
1: they also put a great show. Um it was it was very nice to see that um that the guitarist singer was really moved he like it was he really enjoyed being mm-hmm. there he was so grateful uh to to be there to stand on that stage and to be able to play for for the Tusca audience um oh they also had had uh, some difficulties with their transportation mm-hmm. to the festival so and their gear wasn't uh, going to come on time and like a big headache probably and, and suddenly they were there and i think that was why he was so very grateful to be able to that everything worked out in the end, mm. and that uh, they got on stage on time and uh, put on a great fucking show. It was
2: it was really great. Mm. Uh, lots of headbanging. A lot of headbanging. Uh, I broke my neck, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and Gujira are a very brutal band musically, but they also have this uh, beautiful lyrics about nature and. Maybe the lyrics itself are not so beautiful, but it's beautiful that that they take care about it, Mm -hmm. that they um, talk about the topics of ecology and so on. That we shouldn't destroy our own planet, but we are (laughs) on the best way to do so. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Wow! Um, And they also played flying whales live with this beautiful whale singing intro. So that was a nice break. Mm -hmm. They, of course, played songs like Backbone. They also played Liquid Fire from the Enfant Sauvage album. Uh, The last song that they played was Vacuity. And, yeah, I I think they played All the Tears, but I don't remember that. Um, I can't say that for sure. But it was great, everybody had fun, everybody was happy around mm-hmm. us too, I think, because yeah. I didn't really see anything, <laughs> besides my own hair. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that was the, the
1: headliner of the second Tusca day. After that, we uh, went into town again uh, for the next after party, and we had a cool meeting. Yeah, cool meetup. Uh- <laughs> All right, mind readers here. Um, yeah, we saw Vero. Shout out to Vero. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wasn't able to come to the festival, but she uh, still came to the after party so we could see her and talk to her and see how she's doing and um, uh, listen to her plans
2: to conquer the world in the future. Yes, and I'm looking forward to seeing her do so, but we um, agreed that we need to keep this a secret until... Yes, <laughs> until yes. That. but
1: um, uh, we are obviously uh, part of the of the... Femme community, and um, yeah, everybody who's listening who's also part of that community can be very, uh, can look forward to, to what's coming up
2: for her. Yeah. And then we went to the basement again. Yeah. There was a party that party. was. The next party. The next party was called Trash Party, and it was a bit different from the day before. Yeah. The audience was a bit different. Um, and suddenly. There were more people, first of all. There were more people. More people from Tusca, also. And yeah, suddenly it was weird. Suddenly, <laughs> there were men who took off their t shirts. <laughs> <Topless.
1: laughs> suddenly, <laughs> so the stage
2: was full of topless men. And they entered the stage, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were dancing, and I don't know. Some of them even tried to take off their trousers, but they didn't manage to do so. I
1: saw an ass. Someone
2: showed their ass. Yeah, um, (laughs) many people showed their ass. But I'm very happy that they were, I was happy that they were topless and I was happy that they were only topless. (laughs) I was happy that they were far away on the stage. <laughs> also, yes, It got a little icky. But, okay. but that was fun. More power to them. They yeah. had so much fun, and I had so much fun seeing them having so much fun, and it yes. was beautiful. It was a bit contagious. It was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When it came to four o'clock, which was the time they closed the place the night before, we went to. We went upstairs, mm-hmm. and then we saw the, the dance floor, and I was so. Waiting for <laughs> for George Michael. <laughs> oh yeah. To to end the party again, but they didn't play it. Yes, that was sad. I think the party went on for a couple of hours. Oh really? I'm not sure about that, but I thought they had this strict line mm-hmm. of four o'clock because every other place has to close at two. Ah. Um, but they continued the party. I don't know why. Maybe there okay. was a special arrangement because of Tuska or something. Maybe. But yeah. when we left, there was already um. There was still music playing.
1: Yeah, but it was already daylight. Mm. <laughs> it was four in the morning, but it was already as if it were ten.
2: Mm. Elsewhere, we, we took a bus to go mm-hmm. back because not because we are lazy people. It was because <laughs> we can only rent the bikes for twenty four hours. Yeah, that's one so of these. Uh, over. That's one of these uh,
1: city bikes city bike systems, that uh, where you buy a twenty four hour ticket and then you get these. Um, Unlimited thirty minute rides, so uh it wasn't worth it anymore to start another twenty four hours only for that one ride back home. Mm. so we took the bus home,
2: which was also great because uh I was really tired <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we were able to sleep a bit more <laughs> yeah, sleep sleep it off, sleep
1: in before uh before today before we went into Tusca for an appointment. We had an interview today, yeah. Uh, the third. Yes, we had two on Friday and, and one, uh, one today. today. We talked to Heta, one of the promoters of the festival. I think yes, promoters. She's also a manager. She manages the band uh, Shira's Lane. And uh, she talked to us about uh, her work in the music industry and in the metal business. And it was it was very informative. It
2: was really interesting. Mm, it was interesting to see her point of view, and also she's been around for very long,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um, she could explain what changes, or what changed in the industry, and what ch- still changes. Mm-hmm. We also talked about Spotify and YouTube and so on, and how much uh, how much money Lady Gaga earns <laughs> from, <laughs> with YouTube, from which, from is video, not, yeah. which is not much, <laughs> mm, and that they changed something about that. But you will. Hear all of that in the interview? Yes. Yeah, and of course, we talked about her being a woman in the metal business. Yeah.
1: How is the the work uh, um, between women, with women when when they were together with each other? Um, Because there's still, I think, this stereotype that that's very difficult, that women get, uh, I don't know, catty and start fights. Exactly.
3: So, um, how is that in your experience? My ex- experience is that girls are supporting each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, the history is that, uh, as, as we, ha- we haven't been around in this business as long as the guys been running the whole scene, I think uh, the common feeling is that we should support each other to survive, <laughs> in a way, you know. And everybody knows that there is just like like these brothers, and okay, we are going to sauna and drinking together. Like guys are doing that kind of stuff. So why why shouldn't we skip it all? Why yeah. just skip all the fun? <laughs> and and um, for example, of course, I can speak uh, the scene in Finland uh, the most. And. Uh, I, I would say that there are so many, like even huge companies run by women, that it's, it's not even a matter anymore if, if, if it's a girl or a guy or, or something between that two, <laughs> which is also possible.
2: Um, Before that we saw Temple Balls and they have beautiful hair. Temple
1: Balls have beautiful hair. <laughs> what kind of name is that too? Like uh, Sometimes I don't understand band names. But the band was a very young band, probably local. Mm-hmm. They uh, opened uh, today's uh, festival, festival on mm-hmm. the main stage, on the radio rock stage. And um, they have very beautiful hair. Yeah. yeah,
2: And the music was cool. Not my taste in music, but it was...
1: No, it was classic, old school, heavy metal. Yeah. And um, they put on a good party, though, for the few people that were there already. They had a lot of energy. They acted like real rock stars. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Um, then we saw Timo Rautia in Trio Niska Or we, we listened to them. <laughs> yeah. We listened to them more than seeing them on stage. Then we went to the Inferno stage to see Lauri Porra and the Flyover Ensemble, mm. who did a kind of um, long-distance calling, style and music, but a bit more progressive, I would say. Mm -hmm. I think you didn't really like them. No,
1: it was boring. (laughs) It was uh, elevator music for me. It was, I mean, if you're into that kind of stuff, it's very uh, intricate and uh, technical and difficult. And um, it was impressive that there were uh, two drummers or two percussionists. Um, One of them all of a sudden played a trumpet. But, uh, so it was very experimental, too. Um, that was all right. That aspect I can value. Uh, for me, it was like kind of snobby, you know, like, um, like jazz people, you know, yeah. like, oh, this is super intellectual because it's so fucking complicated. And, <laughs> um, but for that kind of thing, it was, it wasn't. It wasn't... I don't know. There was something missing there. It was, like, uh, really elevator music. I couldn't listen. Mm. Um, which gave me the opportunity to see e and that I really liked.
2: I like Laurie Porras' music. <laughs> 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 but I, as I said, I I also like Long Distance Calling. They, they have a better stage appearance. Mm-hmm. They don't have a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also communicate with the with the audience somehow and that's what was missing i think uh, that is why they didn't catch you too <laughs> because there was they were there on stage and yeah special and then there was the audience who was just watching and yeah. sometimes interacting But um in germany you would say der funke ist nicht übergesprungen yeah
1: there wasn't a spark
2: Mm, Yeah. The spark was missing. But I think I will listen to the upcoming album that they will release, or they just released, and then I will see if I still like them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was kind of brain yoga, I would say. Because it is some... uh, You have to concentrate on the music, but it's still relaxing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that's the thing, though, because when you... Or or when I concentrated on it... uh, it. No, I didn't find it exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they would play the elevator in my office, I would listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you. I work in the seventh floor, so ah,
2: that's why you're using the elevator. <laughs>
1: yeah. Before though, I forgot to mention stick to your guns.
2: Whoa! Right.
1: Stick to your guns! They were amazing. amazing! They were amazing! They had a lot of fucking energy. They, uh, The singer mentioned that they had played three shows... Wait, three, my Three three? Three shows in the last 24 hours. They had had an hour of sleep and they had so much energy. It was unbelievable. It was really, really cool. Um, For me, it was also really moving to see that, again, someone uh, took a stand. They made political statements, introducing their songs. And um, that was really nice. It was really, really cool. I tweeted about it on at Metal High Heels and um, it was just uh, really interesting. Mm -hmm. I love when when people speak their minds and uh, use the 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 stage they are on, and they have some so many people listening, uh, uh, such a bigger audience, such a big audience, and then they uh, they speak their minds and they uh, try to spread a good message.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I knew the band name before. I knew that they are a big thing in the hardcore metalcore scene, um, but I didn't know they were playing here. Mm-hmm. And when we went out, uh, when we came out from this interview, I saw. Um, the the lineup um the running order Mm -hmm. and then i thought wait was there just stick to your guns and then i looked it up oh let's go there let's check them out Mm -hmm. (laughs) and yeah they were cool i will um check out their music now yeah me too i'm totally a fan now it was
1: it was great and great show Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great show. And um, when I was saying that they, that it's great that they speak their mind, it's also great then as a fan to support them so that they can keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. It's so very that's critical very towards um, Trump, yeah. for example. Yeah. Towards and and they come from the U.S. Apparently, I think so too. And he said so. And um, he was very critical about the whole immigration debacle that's going on right now, um, which obviously was really really cool thing to say. Yeah. And after that on the same Helsinki stage, um, Isan played and uh our funny our conversation Pia and I talked about before going there. Uh like who's Isan? And I'm like, uh he's the Emperor singer, but you also don't like Emperor <laughs> So uh which is true. When I mean I don't don't I don't not like them. I just have never really listened to Emperor.
2: And the first song was really what I would expect them to be when I hear Emperor. Yeah. So really... Screeching, strong, brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Totally. And that's what I didn't expect Kiki to listen to. But the second song was really calm.
1: Yeah, a calm and clean singing and um, I knew the name uh, or i knew about isan because um he was a guy, a guest on the litzinger syndrome podcast one of my favorite podcasts and um and uh, he's a nice guy so i wanted to see his music <laughs> and he and he was playing tusca so or, or the band was playing tusca so i went there and uh, i'm also a big fan now um he has a beautiful voice and um and the show was also very nice He dedicated uh, a song called My Heart Is From The North, or My Heart Is Of The North, Mm -hmm. to Tuska, to the Finnish people, saying (laughs) that, yeah, saying that, well, he travels the world with with the music, but he actually belongs to the north, and it was very, (laughs) very lovely. Um, Yeah, the music was also very, had a lot of variety. Like you were saying, it was really brutal and uh, screeching and dark but it was also calm and and refreshing at, a, at, a, at other songs at other points.
2: It's really cool. And after that there were legends on stage. Yes. Now you know who I mean. <laughs> Euro were playing and we were... I don't know what we did before we were in the alcohol zone again there you got your beautiful flower
1: yeah i uh, watched yeah, europe play while um i got styled my hair got styled and um beautiful flowers put in it uh and they were ready to, with your styling when <laughs> they started playing. when the countdown. when the final countdown started yes so we could go in and and party a little bit with with that one hit wonder for me europe europe's uh Final Countdown is a one-hit wonder. I don't know why they're playing so many festivals nowadays. Mm. Um, Great, but (laughs) it's surprising.
2: Uh, The first song, the opener, I think it's called Champion or something. I knew that one. I don't know where I listened to it. Maybe on Apple Music or something, Mm -hmm. in a random playlist. Um, But that that sounded familiar to me. And I think that it's a cool band. Mm -hmm. that I should check the new album out or something. Mm -hmm. Cool.
1: So there was this this truck with flowers, right? And they Mm -hmm. made flower crowns uh, for people and they had, and they had flower workshops flower crown workshops mm-hmm. so it was super funny because you know metal festival most of the people dressed in black some of the people wearing corpse paint you know all of your brutal outfits and ah, and suddenly there's someone putting flowers in your hair and there were a lot of guys oh, with flowers beard. in their in their hair in their beards and and their beers then, uh, then were braided and had uh, tiny uh, colorful flowers. Now it's really nice, um, which was cool, because we were also talking about, uh, one of these days, we were also talking about the um, northern uh, countries, uh, Finland and Sweden, uh, being so progressive with uh, all of the gender stuff.
2: That was a really cool idea, to do something like that in a festival.
1: Yeah, and a perfect marketing gig, because everybody's going to be posting uh, Pictures of of flowers in their hair and beard, and and beard, and uh, tagging them probably. There
2: was a guy; he was wearing a costume, Mm -hmm. a very hairy costume, and I hoped that he would get flowers in his costume everywhere. Isn't he like a gorilla? Yes. (laughs) And I saw him later, and he didn't have flowers at all. Uh,
1: After that, by a recommendation, by the recommendation of Vera's friend whose name I don't remember, sadly, um, we listened to Clutch uh, while chilling on some chairs, which was great. In the sun. <laughs> In the sun. Oh, the weather was, was amazing awesome. today, by the way. In Helsinki today we had a lot of sun, I think I'm probably sunburned.
2: Yesterday was really cold. Yeah. The day before it was okay, but it was windy and cloudy. Yes. And the day we went sightseeing, it was good weather. It was also yeah, Thursday.
1: Yeah, so but today was perfect festival weather, a lot of sun, some refreshing wind, uh, no
2: some clouds. Some here clouds and there. but
1: yeah, it was amazing. A lot of people were sunburned oh. <laughs> so I wasn't the only one.
2: And uh, that's I don't think
1: so. That's how we watch um, how we listened to Clutch before the big headliner of uh, today, the big big Tusca headliner,
2: Parkway that Drive. I was so, so shocked when they started playing. What? Because we were in another alcohol zone near the sauna. Oh, yeah. And we had a vodka, a, sp- a very special, I don't know, snobby vodka. <laughs> because they said that it's a very special vodka. Oh, really? Um, it was good. It was good, yes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden there was this bang Mm -hmm. like gunfire fireworks right next to us because this zone was next to the main stage and so it was so loud next to us Mm -hmm. it was like whoa damn it yeah and twice
1: so we got shocked twice and then we went to see parkway drive and they had an amazing show they had a lot of fireworks and flamethrowers and and the the drummer was when, sitting in a in a in a, a round
2: when I saw cage. him, he and I saw this metal cage he was sitting in. I thought that might turn around, and then, <laughs> and by the end of the did.
3: Gig.
1: <laughs> well. And two on two uh, songs, uh, the these this round wheel. cage where the drummer was sitting started spinning, and and at first it was only like uh like on a boat and at no, some point it was it went around really? very slowly and then it was this boat-y mm-hmm. style yeah and after that i mean a drummer is playing upside down and how the fuck Maybe. that does work and his hair was like oh, it was
2: amazing but i think how flat joke <laughs> the band is from Aust- australia Mm-hmm. And um, they are upside down, so it was easier to, for him, obviously, to play upside down. <laughs> Baseball. <laughs> right. Sorry for that. Um, seagulls. seagulls. There are a Steven. lot of fucking seagulls. Steven Seagull. Um, and the stage was burning. Ian, yeah, the stage
1: was on fire. The the ego risers on on their um, on the stage on the front of the stage were suddenly on fire. They had a lot of fire in their show.
2: I was afraid that they burned. Uh, Me they too. get hurt because they didn't only have fire in the front row, but also they everyone backstage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, down one wrong step, mm. and you will burn. Exactly. I saw that one wrong movement, and you have no hair. That happened to the Stradivarius singer once. He burned his hand. Shit. And the really amazing thing is that he just left the stage at that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. And 30 seconds later, he came back with something around his hand. Mm-hmm. And he finished the whole gig. So wow. he had something icy yeah, to yeah, yeah. cool his hand, finished the gig, and then he went to the hospital. Yeah. And it was at the beginning of the gig that he burned oh, his hand. damn. Hands. Yeah, so half an hour to play with burnt burned hand.
1: Yeah, I think um, you. Mu- they must be very careful, and there must be um, um, sanitator, there must be Nurses. medicals, yeah, medics uh, on the stage. Uh, on the sides, because it was very dangerous, and it looked very dangerous, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, probably, but it was a very big production, it was amazing to watch, it was really cool, at some point there was there was so much smoke that we I couldn't see the drummer, mm-hmm. um, so uh, it was uh, an amazing show, Parkway Drive, really, really rocked, and the singer, that singer, uh, also was really, uh, really moved, Really, really happy and really grateful that he was able to be there to headline uh, the festival and, um, that, that and there was to be there with audience. us. Yeah, I felt like really touched. You know, I felt like involved. Like he was singing for me. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> no, it was really
1: nice. Um, it was a great show, and I didn't. I at some point I thought it's too bad that I don't know the the songs because I would really like to be singing along like everybody else and jumping along and um, mm. yeah. Next time. Next Maybe, time when sure. you see them.
2: You <laughs> Someday. <laughs> so yeah they were a great headliner of the headliners mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that was the end of the festival.
1: That was the end of the festival, the end of this that uh, was amazing so weekend in Helsinki.
2: So now we are here we went straight back home from the Parkway Drive gig Mm-hmm. which was amazing as we already said Opened. so we can talk to you
1: guys and tell you about all these amazing experiences on this great festival
2: we'll have a, another glass of wine now and then we run out of alcohol at all
1: <laughs> and then we also have to sleep because, because I have to get up at 5am
2: tomorrow um, so bye <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was also good to record now to calm down mm-hmm. to resume everything mm-hmm. I think that was the perfect time. We were wondering when to record this podcast, but yeah,
1: yes, that was cool. Thanks for hanging around. Uh, stay tuned for um, for the the, the
2: interviews that for the interviews,
1: for the podcast, and for YouTube. the review of uh, Omnium Gatherum's "The Burning Cold," and uh, for our live review of the festival, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, for everything that's coming up for us. Um, see you soon.